You're listening to Three Kitchens Podcast, a member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. Now it's time to find out what's cooking today. This episode of Three Kitchens is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Alberta Blue Cross understands that running a small business is tough, and they understand business owners in Alberta are busy. Let Alberta Blue Cross give you peace of mind with a group benefit plan. They offer health, dental, life, and disability coverage for your employees. Alberta Blue Cross group benefit plans are easy to manage anywhere, anytime, and on any device, making it easy for you and your employees to access. To learn more and explore your options, head to ab.bluecross.ca. Hello and happy summer and happy final episode of Three Kitchens Podcast for season two. Season two. All right. I am Erin Walker and I am going to take you through this very last hurdle of our season and running alongside with me (laughs) are Sarah Soma Sundaram and Heather Dyer. Hi, listeners. Hello. Well, I've got something fun and sweet and hopefully easy and have you told us what you're making and because usually sometimes we like let it sometimes you already know i i have said but if you don't know right now i'm not gonna say anything Mm, until i know know what it is so heather but you know what sarah was away on holiday as well for a little while and we had some conversations that maybe she wasn't privy to that's right so okay but before we get into that i (laughs) wanted to share with you some fun stuff from my book the mennonite country cooking food that really schmecks as i've talked about before (laughs) you guys know about it you we love edna yeah well she is the author but she basically compiled a bunch of recipes she hasn't even made them all which is really just strikes me as kind of the woman who measures things in different ways correct like with buckets well it's not sometimes her measurements it's the recipe she's acquired from others right yes so she can't be blamed for all of it. No, mm-hmm. no one's blaming. But, some of them but she, she put her make. face on it, so we might as well throw her under the bus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> her face and her her beautiful like quilted sweater. Yeah, she's just adorable. Okay, um, in the back of the book there is a section called Home Remedies for Things That Might Ail You. Ah. And there's a whole bunch of things in here. I won't go through them all, but there were a couple that I thought were interesting. So. She puts a few things in here that came from a book called The Everyday Cookbook by Miss E. Neal, published in 1884. A few years back. And it was her, a book that her mother had. And she says, mother said she didn't find it very useful despite the following suggestions. So I'm guessing that means she likes these ones. So here's an example. It's a remedy for leanness. Leanness. No, wait. Okay. okay. Remedy for leanness. So like to put on weight. I guess. <laughs> Something so I funny. certainly don't need this remedy. What, but what okay, is wrong with being it. lean? I don't know if there's anything wrong with being lean, but okay. So first, restore digestion. Take plenty of sleep. Drink all the water the stomach will bear in the morning on rising. Take moderate exercise in the open air. Eat oatmeal, cracked wheat, graham mush, baked sweet apples, roasted and broiled beef. Cultivate jolly people and bathe daily. <laughs> I like cultivating jolly people. 
I mean, I really, like, we I really yeah. like that she added bathe daily because you yes. know what? Just <laughs> say that every single time so people will smell better. I, 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 I really, she probably has. Nobody has time to bathe daily. Hey. Running through the sprinkler on the lawn, it is summer that counts. Bathe this was daily, 1884, <laughs> especially <laughs> in the summer. <laughs> Okay, here's another one for fever and ague, which I believe is the same thing, isn't it? Isn't ague like a flu or fever? I've never heard that word I've before. I've never heard so. that term before. Oh, I think it might be a flu. I'm going to say that now. I have an ague. I know I don't <laughs> want to have ague, so ague. I don't want to say that. Four ounces galangal root ah. in a quart of gin steeped oh. in a warm place. Take often. <laughs> galangal root is the the ingredient that we spoke about in the last episode that I did with the satay. Yes. It's like a lemony oh. ginger. Oh, lemony ginger. yes. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why it's familiar. You're very good, Erin. Lemony ginger. So <laughs> put it in your gin and yes. just take often. It doesn't say how much. I'm thinking like get your little spoon and just yum, yum. Okay, well, I guess I do have ague because I must now make this galangal gin. Nice. <laughs> and let no. it steep. In a, warm in a warm place. That's it. So warm gin frequently mm. spooned in. Yep. Sounds good. Okay. And how about to restore from stroke of lightning? Okay. Oh, if you've survived the lightning strike, <laughs> here's how to restore yourself. <laughs> Step one, survive lightning strike. Survive Step it. two. <laughs> We're still breathing. Okay. Shower, shower with cold water for two hours. Oh. Two hours in a cold shower sounds really awful. If the patient does not show, oh my gosh, you guys, I didn't read this ahead. Now I'm okay. Shower with cold water for two hours. If the patient does not show signs of life, oh no, salt in the water and continue to shower for an hour longer. Nope. Don't call the authorities or help or get to a hospital or anything. No. Don't follow this advice. Just a salt bath. <laughs> you know, okay. Oh my gosh. You have to forgive them. They didn't have an AED okay. on site. That's right. So That's right. A salty cold This is bath. the 1880s. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and look, the person's like basically dead in the shower and you're just throwing salt in the water and hoping that'll revive them. Cold, cold water, guys. If anything, like you'll two pickle hours. them okay. and preserve them, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they'll look good. They'll look good for that wake you're about to oh, have. Dear God. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, and okay, so I'm sorry. Was one that, that I, one of the ones oh. that she said was good? Does that mean she has experience the... with it? This one was a gooder. This was a keeper. This one's a gooder. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Or maybe that just means her mother thought these were as fun as we think they are. It maybe <laughs> she just picked them out because she enjoyed them as well. Okay, let's hope that's it. One last one. The quinine cure for drunkenness. Now again, kind of like leanness, do you need to cure yourself of drunkenness? Like if I'm drunk, I'm probably having a good time. (laughs) Okay, well, okay. Maybe if you're drunk all the time. Yeah. That's the issue. Take a shower. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, first of all, pulverize one pound of fresh quill red Peruvian bark and soak it in one pint of diluted alcohol. Oh, already we're adding alcohol to drunkenness. Oh, dear. Oh, hair of the dog. It's hair, hair of, of the, the dog. dog. <laughs> okay, strain and evaporate down to one half pint. For the first and second days, oh my God, how long is this drunkenness lasting? Wow. 
Mm. For the first and second days, give a teaspoon every three hours. If too much is taken, headache will result. (laughs) (laughs) Is that on top of the headache you already have? Yeah, no no shit. (laughs) In that case, the doses should be diminished. On the third day, give (laughs) one half a teaspoonful. On the fourth, reduce the dose to 15 drops, then 10, then 5. Do you think this is why this person is drunk for three days? <laughs> because he's... Listen, seven days now. We're at seven days. Seven <laughs> days, it is said, will cure average cases, though some <laughs> require a whole month. Is, is she talking about <laughs> drunks? Maybe like, like I think this uh, is alcoholics. Alcoholics. I don't think you can cure alcoholism. <laughs> But and okay, maybe this is like it detox. is 1880 what, and you're getting some sort of Peruvian bark. Yeah, that's like that's okay. A, a so ginger. don't worry, I'm gonna travel to Peru, honey, and then we've got a seven day cure to your drinking problem. Get on the boat. One month if you're the, the worst of the worst drunks. It said when mother and daddy were in the United States on their honeymoon, they bought the Everyday Cookbook published in 1884. So I don't know. It was in the states. It sounds like an American published it originally. In the it's still not that much closer to Peru. No, yeah. I know. I'm just wondering, like, what, where did she get these ideas and these remedies and things? Anyway, Ooh, do you think fun. the Peruvian bark is that stuff that they use in those, like, uh, you know, people oh. for those hallucinogenic? Yes, where you all sit around and therapy, you know, smoking something, and then you like barf your <laughs> face ah. off. Oh, right, right, right. Ooh. I think a friend of mine did that one time. Ooh. What? It sounded awful. Oops. No yeah, this sounded awful. <laughs> <laughs> All these remedies sound awful, but so fun to hear. I like almost want to hear more, but yeah. I guess we have to there's, get to the recipe. There's a couple more, I think, but one of them is like, uh, if you have diarrhea, just no, let's mm, not go there. Let's not go just, there. Please. Take a shower. No, that's all. <laughs> take a shower and cool. salt. I'm just going to start throwing salt at my children when they're in the shower. It's good for you. Selectrolytes, guys. Selectrolytes. <laughs> I already throw the salt over my shoulder like a freak, so I might as well throw it at my children, too. Just don't get it in their eyes. The devil's eye. Oh, that's right. Maybe my children will just poof, disappear. (laughs) 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 Yes, I did just refer to my children as the devil. Can you you listeners tell that the kids have been at home, out of school, (laughs) summer started, we're just loving the company, but it's been hard. And that's why season two will be wrapping up at the end of July. Thanks that's for joining right. us because we're going to be fucking loaded for the rest of the summer. No. <laughs> and then in September, we'll be taking our cure for drunkenness. Yes. Yes. We'll, need, we'll need the month-long cure for drunkenness. Let's, uh, let's order we are the, the worst of the worst. Get your Peruvian bark, let's ladies. order that Peruvian bark and so it'll be here and ready for us in September. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. Let's talk some yummy food. All right. I think this is going to be a yummy, wonderful wrap up to the summer. And I think this is a fun, different way to make a dessert. I need all the stuff that's going to make me feel better about life. (laughs) And it's going to be through sugar. So in the summer, when we have all these wonderful fresh fruits that we get in season, we're always baking pies and making crisps and doing cakes and you know, that's nice and all, but this one, <laughs> that's nice and all. This is going to change it up. And you know, my kid doesn't really like cake for his birthday. So maybe I can whip this up instead for a okay. birthday. Treat. I have one of those children as well. Exactly. 
exactly. Mm -hmm. So we've done giant cookies before. This year, I think we should try making a giant frosted strawberry Pop-Tart. Ooh! Yum, yum. Okay, so this comes from Tegan Gerard's Half-Baked Harvest. Okay. And it's online. You can find it on her website. She has some she is like the master of photos of food. I don't mm -hmm. know what you guys think, but mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. Every time I go onto her website or see her stuff on Instagram, I then get lost in the spiraling pit of how did Tegan take a picture of this and make it look so delicious. Food porn. She is mm -hmm. good at it. Mm -hmm. And it's all like messy delicious. Like it never looks like perfectly plated. It's always kind of yeah. like crumbled and there's sprinkles and I look at her pictures all the time and I'm like how are you but so you know that that this? takes a lot of effort to make it look messy and it looks delicious yeah it looks delicious messy she yeah. can take can the most mundane thing that's like mm -hmm. all beige and make it look amazing it's, yeah 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 she's a fantastic anyway so Tegan's our best friend this week on the podcast hey, hey, maybe hi, Tegan. yeah hi Tegan hi maybe Tegan. you'd like to come on the podcast sometime yeah no kidding. Tell us how you take those photos. Let's have a photography tutorial from her. Oh, yes. I love her stuff. Anyway. Never mind her recipes are also really oh, good. Oh, yes. So I'm going to make a giant Pop-Tart. Giant Pop-Tart. Okay. I am here for it. <laughs> and you guys I would like half it. of it, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you can make this. She has the recipe written so that you make it the size of a baking sheet. Oh, and okay. you just cut it up and then everyone gets like a slice of Pop-Tart. Nice. And... She even goes as far to say, don't even bother making your own jam or preserve. Just buy it at the store. Make it simple. But mm -hmm. Aaron's not going that route. But either. I have rhubarb and I have yes. strawberries. So <laughs> I'm actually going to modify it a little bit right. and put strawberry rhubarb. Because Yum. honestly, it takes nothing to chop it up, throw it with a ton of sugar into a pot mm -hmm. and boil mm -hmm. it down until it's nice and thick. Exactly. So, if you're not actually yeah. like canning jam to keep it for the winter or whatever. Exactly. It is the easiest thing to make yourself and just pop in a jar and put in the fridge and yep. eat it over the, over the next month or whatever. Like you really don't need to buy jam. No, but so easy. I love that she's made this so accessible that just go out and buy a jar mm -hmm. of jam. Don't even right. worry about anything else. So yeah. you know what, if I, if I fall down on my face and, um, can't do this anymore I will buy a jar of jam but I have I have some really good <laughs> rhubarb right now in my garden and I love strawberry rhubarb pie mm. and strawberry rhubarb crisp and so I'm gonna make strawberry rhubarb pop tarts because I think that tangy sweet jam is gonna mm -hmm. be oh and instead of making it on one giant sheet uh, I think I'm gonna make it in three strips so that we all get a strip of pop tarts Ooh. Oh, we get a strip of so you can just cut up your strip and Cute. enjoy it with your family, which awesome. I think might be a good, I don't know, like what a great, I love this alternative to a pie or a cake. That's I think what that's, I'm, yeah, I'm going Fantastic. for it. I think it's a really smart idea. And I mean, you could do any fruit you like. She, mm. I believe she has a Nutella Pop-Tart or some sort oh. of chocolate Pop-Tart <gasps> oh, recipe yummy. where mm. she makes like a really delicious Ooh. filling with it. You know what would be good is like, lemon curd you could even make oh, it like shit. a salted lemon oh shit <laughs> now i might have to make two pop tarts no i'm not salted gonna do that lemon and like a lemon curd or something mm. inside there mm. i thought oh, of that because wow. i love lemon pie so much and remember we had those lemon pop tarts with yes the mess oh, hall team that's right 
That's right. <gasps> Heather, why cool. did you say this? Now I'm sorry. Yeah, Heather. Don't do it. Don't do No, don't do okay. it. Do the your plan and then later we can Okay. Late, later Heather can make the, okay. the no, I meant one. Aaron and I'll make the Nutella make one because I need chocolate. Oh, let's go oh, here let's make this three kitchens on assignment i'm just gonna hand out recipes for you guys to make and then i'll review them at the end <laughs> no <laughs> that was a sarah's like fuck you i'm not doing that already done i just made you saute yes. <laughs> serve me something damn it we're almost on holidays like yes let us have a holiday yeah okay but yeah let's let's hear so this let's go into the summer like with this. something we can make during the holidays you know so what let's... this sounds like a really mm -hmm. easy recipe it's mm -hmm. a mixture of white and whole wheat flour uh you cut in some butter to it you add salt and you may, it's like making a pie dough, really. Right. And I, I'm of the camp that making a pie dough is easy. So mix together your dry ingredients. I'll be grating my butter on my box grater to break it into pieces. The cold butter, right? Yes. Cold water. Cold butter, cold That's water. Yeah. And if you have all the time in the world, freeze everything. Right. Mm. <laughs> yeah. We learned that from Samin. That's mm -hmm. right. Our other very good friend. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Samine. Hi. Samine. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> All right. So you make a big bunch of dough. You split it into two, roll it out flat, put in your preserve, roll out your second piece of dough that covers on top. Uh, you get to crimp the edges with your fork. Mm -hmm. How thin does the dough need to be when you roll it out? Because I would think it needs to be you don't want a big thick no it says crust, roll out right? each half into a quarter inch thick rectangle yeah. hmm. transfer onto a parchment lined baking sheet spread on your jam leave a border lay your other half a dough crimp your edges with the fork mm -hmm. bake it for 30 minutes and then you spread your frosting on top and your frosting is sugar powdered sugar vanilla hot milk and fun sprinkles fun sprinkles you make it sound very easy it but I'm, very I'm not that person who's like, yeah, pie crust is the most easiest thing in the world. Now I can make it. It's making it look pretty, especially if it has to be quite thin and getting it into like a shape that you want it to be. That's why I like the galette where it's like, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter what it looks like. You kind of you want it to look rustic, right? right? So this yeah, to that's... me would I'd be a little intimidated about like actually getting at the consistent thin roll. I mean, I wouldn't if I if I were making them, I wouldn't worry about it looking perfect because I know they're going to taste delicious no matter what. Right. Oh, well, that's why I'm not making individual pop tarts. I'm mm -hmm. going to make three slabs on my right. baking sheet and bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, <laughs> bada boom. <laughs> I think this is such a great idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you go to like a farmer's market and, you know, you've got the people who make like nice jams there that, mm -hmm. yes, like go pick up some Saskatoon berry jam from one of your, like a farmer's market or yep. this is going to be a good yummy. Or when your neighbor gives you jam, they make every fall and you're like, hmm, what should I do with this? Now you have an idea. You can make it pop. And I feel like you could do this like you said the lemon curd i was also thinking like peach oh yum but what a way to wow your guests right so like it's time for dessert and just pull this out of the oven and put it in the center of your your oh, table yeah. and everyone digs oh. in i think that's oh yeah how long fantastic. does it bake did you say it how bakes long for it bakes? about 30 minutes it says so you could have it prepped and like in your fridge 
and then exactly. when you sit down for dinner put it in the oven yeah. and then you, like, you need it to cool before you ice it though i would think but I don't know. sure it'll work out good i have a good tip for handling your pie dough when it's long and thin oh so Stay tuned. Excellent. When it's long and thin, listeners. How to handle it. You heard. We're done here. <laughs> We are so done. You heard her right. <laughs> this is no longer a food podcast. Uh, just, 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 I just changed my voice. <laughs> just check out Tegan's recipe because there might be nothing more after this. <laughs> it's just gone downhill so fast. It's a slippery slope in here today. All right. Yep. Okay. Thanks, Aaron. Can't wait to eat it. Yes. ATB was built to help Alberta businesses. From CEBA applications to lending information, debt consolidation loans, or deferrals. Whatever your business is facing right now, ATB is here to help with expert advice. And with today's economy top of mind in business, stay up to date with the Future Of podcast. Hosted by ATB's Chief Economist, Todd Hirsch. To learn more, visit atb.com. Alrighty, welcome back, everybody. End of season, beginning of summer. Summer gotta... vacation. Sorry. Summer vacation. Not summer <laughs> school. No. <laughs> Let's say we're taking a hiatus. That sounds really nice and enjoyable. Like we could be having a. It's our, our aperitifs on the lanai. No, like a sabbatical is still work, I think. So uh, maybe a hiatus is like a break. Mm. I don't actually know. It just sounds nice. There you go. We're going to we're gonna jump into summer with um, this delicious strawberry Pop-Tart. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Wait your turn, Sarah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. All right. I made my own strawberry rhubarb jam for this. Rhubarb from the garden, strawberries from the store. But I think I got like some excellent strawberries from the store because mm. sometimes they're kind of taste like water and yeah. flavorless mm-hmm. yeah these ones were a little bit smaller and they had oh, nice. lots of good flavor and then i looked up a no pectin jam just in some of the cookbooks that i had and i just kind of went with it so it yeah. was a mixture of strawberry and rhubarb four cups that i added three cups of sugar to and the squeeze of half a lemon okay mm-hmm. and i cooked it down extra long because i had the wrong burner on for the first while and i was standing there <laughs> stirring the pot being like man this is not getting easier and reading my book at the same time and not realizing <laughs> that the heat that i was feeling on my hand was from the burner in behind the pot oh so my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> so that's how you know it's time for a break yes <laughs> Time for a break from the kitchen. <laughs> I think it was just too early this morning. <laughs> my kid came into my bed at six o'clock going, wake up, time to wake up. I'm your oh, alarm. No. Wake up. Mm. So he crawled into bed with me. I got up and by the time I got out of the bathroom and back to the bed, he had fallen asleep and he slept till 10. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Now you're awake. Yeah, but that's okay. I did want to get up early and start on this. Maybe just not that early. <laughs> yes. Oh, well. At least it's done. So boiled that down. And I let it boil until it was 218 degrees Fahrenheit, I believe, was the value that I got it to. Yes. Very specific. 
Yeah, so I did the temperature method when I made this jam. And so there's a few different types of doneness tests. One is putting the jam on a cold plate and putting mm -hmm. it in your fridge. Mm -hmm. One of it is dipping a spoon and watching it come off in a sheet. Mm -hmm. And then the other one was a temperature one. And I was like, oh, I haven't used my candy thermometer in a while. Why don't I do that? Nice. So I popped my candy thermometer into the pot closer to the end. I didn't put it in at the beginning because you know it's going to take a while to stir down and break down. And then I let it boil for quite a quite a while after that too because I didn't want this to be runny and thin and I didn't mm -hmm. want it to make my tart soggy on the bottom. Yeah. So I made a really thick, thick jam and now I have a very thick jam left over in my fridge. <laughs> no, oh, you have, okay. you have some left over? Yeah, I just here? made, I made enough to make two cups worth of jam. Okay. And that's all I have to say about that. Well, I have a question. <laughs> how okay. much, how much of that jam did you use in the three strips of Pop-Tarts? So hers was one jar of strawberry jam and I assumed that to be about a cup of jam. So I okay. did a third of a cup in each okay. of our slices mm -hmm. that I made. All right, then the giant Pop-Tart dough. So from Half-Baked Harvest's recipe, it was uh, flour, whole wheat flour, butter, salt, and then you just add water to it. So like I was saying in the first half, this is like my favorite type of pie crust to make. It's an easy flaky pie dough recipe. I find this one is kind of a, like it, it never fails kind of. Mm -hmm pie dough for me like I really like this so um it says in her recipe white whole wheat flour I did not source out white whole wheat flour have you ever found or cooked with white whole wheat flour no well, I don't even know what that means so and what's the point of the two types of flour do you know I don't know I think some people are just like the word whole wheat <laughs> <laughs> now it's called healthy <laughs> I think uh I think the whole wheat flour it gives it more of a chewy texture. Okay. Oh, it's makes gonna sense. be my guess because hmm. like a regular pie crust dough, it's you know, it'll flake and break and melt pretty fast, but this is a little bit chewier. Like you can chew those grains. Okay. And I, I think it maybe holds together a bit more. It was pretty easy to work with. Mm -hmm. Instead of cutting in the butter, I grated the butter in like I do. Um, when I do that, I like to roll my butter in the flour before I hold on to it because it helps it not slip in my hand and melt okay. as I'm grating it. Good tip. Uh, and then you added in your cold water to it. It says a tablespoon at a time. I'm, I feel like a pie dough pro. I, I have experience with pie dough. So I was pretty like, it, it was pretty fast and easy to make. It worked pretty good, even though it was the whole wheat flour. You had to be a little bit slower rolling it out because it could crack a bit. Um, oh, okay. Okay. It rolled out really easily. When you are rolling out these big pieces of dough, when you want to lift them up because it's so big and long, if you use your rolling pin to roll it onto your rolling pin and then pick it up with that, it makes it really easy to transfer your dough kind of anywhere you want. Does mm. that make sense? Yes. Is that? Yeah. This was your follow-up on how to handle long and thin. Yes, <laughs> yes. that's right. <laughs> uh, you have to get a pin to handle long and thin. Like a rolling pin. <laughs> Sorry. So mm. we divided two pieces of dough, rolled it out. 
uh, did you roll it in the baking sheet or did you roll it on a oh no just on mat. a on a floured countertop right. okay mm-hmm. so it suggests that you cover the baking sheets and then place it in the fridge for an hour mm. before you bake it i didn't do that i was just like nope we're this is the express line. We are moving fast through this. Aaron's the pro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got no time for that. It baked in the 400 degree oven for 25 minutes. I separated the three different sections that I made and baked them separately on different pans, just so that one pan wasn't too crowded. So that's why I think my baking time went down a bit there. Yeah. Hmm. It also had an egg wash, egg wash on the dough. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I usually don't do that on a pie dough. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, I will now do it forever. Okay. You don't normally? I thought that was like the thing you do with pie dough. So I think it is the thing you do with pie dough. But I just never... I, I just usually don't, really don't make, make a pie, pie that's covered on top. If I do make a pie that's covered on top, it's not like a pretty... I don't know. I just never do an egg wash. I almost forgot to egg wash the last one as it went into the oven. I put it mm-hmm. in and walked away and then went, oh no, and ran back and washed the egg onto it. Yeah, I would say that is key. And it's something that I'm kind of lazy with and I never do. But I could see the difference between the one that got it a little bit late mm. and the ones that I did better on. So I definitely think an egg, even though it's like, uh, does that really make that much of a difference? I think it actually does. It makes it so, like brown and crispy. Yeah. I do washes on my like buns and pie crusts and everything really for the color. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is there a different reason for it? I think it, it makes the texture. You get that like, nice crispy top. Yeah. Okay. It really like it makes that top crispy and like shiny and Mm. I really liked that. All right. And then the frosting was just two cups of sugar, Mm -hmm. powdered sugar. And then it was a tablespoon of vanilla extract, two tablespoons of hot milk, and then keep adding it as you want to change the thickness. Okay. I thought it was too much vanilla in the icing i don't know it does seem like a lot it made of it vanilla. almost brown and i was yeah. like maybe she meant teaspoon but tablespoon we did so all right guys so i made these pop tarts <laughs> you handed it to me and i had it in like on my two hands and i was like oh there's some weight to this mm-hmm. like this is not just a skinny little pop tart like this i'm like there's some jam in here mm-hmm. <laughs> And it was so beautiful. You could tell that there was a lot of vanilla in that icing. And I think you could just adjust that to taste. I mean, who measures vanilla anyways? It's even odd. I always find it odd when they give a measurement because it's like, who does that? (laughs) Just pour pour some in. Yeah, I actually, when I looked at it, I thought maybe it was maple or something because it had that color to it. Mm -hmm. So I cut like just the end off. You did warn me it was very sweet and it absolutely was. But I like that because, you know, I have the sweet tooth. I like sweet. Yep. But also because you could just have a little mm-hmm. like a little piece of it and be satisfied. You don't need, like, when you think of the store-bought, how big those things actually yes. are. This was like, my son said, why would anybody buy those Pop-Tarts? And I'm like, yes, this is the problem when you home make anything. Yeah. <laughs> because it's always so much better than the store-bought thing that yeah. you never want the store-bought thing again. Ever again. So you've ruined my children for Excellent. Kellogg's Pop-Tarts. So I agree with your son. I... I don't know why he would buy it. I know. I don't like them either. Right? Like, I mean, Pop-Tarts from the store, you know, it's one of those childhood things. And then you grow older and you're like, what the hell? But then you grow older and then your friend makes these Pop-Tarts. And you're like, I love Pop-Tarts again. Yes. They're so good. And that pie crust, so, mm, 
Like, I really um, like the pie crust in this. Yeah. yeah. Like it. flaky and yeah. just, yeah, the texture was great. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if that's the whole wheat flour in there because mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know. I mean, when I compare it to the other pie crust that I make all the time, this pie crust has twice as much flour and twice mm. as much butter, but this almost the same amount of water. Hmm. Oh, I see. Is interesting. I thought it was really good. I might actually try to make this as a whole wheat pie crust next time I make like a chicken pot pie or something. Oh yeah. Mm. I really that, you're gonna drop that off too. <laughs> I mean if you're gonna if we're gonna test it out to see which pie crust is you better. You can trust my review. No. Oh, <laughs> she's Come really on. like she's really I'm done. done. She's done. I'm done for she the needs summer. her hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> this was flaky. Like I warned the kids, be careful because it might make a mess. You know, kids make a mess anyways, but because it's a little bit flaky. But it wasn't like falling apart in your That's hand. That's right. You could That's... cut it. You cut that piece off and you had a nice little tart in your hand. It didn't fall apart. It was big flakes, like almost. Yeah. And it didn't hurt. It wasn't like it was too Crunch. hard and crunchy, right? <laughs> yeah. Like mm -hmm. it was still soft enough just to bite. Oh, through. good point. Do you think that was the whole wheat as well? The only way to know is to make more Pop-Tarts with different flowers and test it and give them to us. Just so make that we... all the Pop-Tarts. In her recipe, she had just one big tart on a sheet. Mm -hmm. And I kind of debated whether I should make three individual tarts, but I decided... I'm just going to make one big sheet. I think even if you were going to make individual ones, I would say that's the way to go. Right, like do right. the whole big tart right. and then just cut them and crimp them. Right. Yeah, exactly. If you would have handled the dough too much and rolled out mm. each sheet. And th yeah. the one thing that I've always heard about doing pie crust dough is that the more you handle it and work it, the tougher it gets. Right. Because mm -hmm. you so, want that butter to stay cold. Mm -hmm. So if you handle it too much, it gets melty and then it changes the texture. And then it's not flaky, right? Yeah, then it won't flake like it did. So yeah, Ooh, that's that's a great tip because I think it would just be faster that way too. Oh, so yummy. So yummy. Well, I think this is a really delicious way to use up some of your berries, fresh fruit, whatever you've got going on in your garden. Mm -hmm. I think it's a fun alternative to mm -hmm. a pie. Mm -hmm. And I think we're done. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know what? Great thing. Have a barbecue in your backyard. Invite Erin and maybe she'll bring this to dessert. <laughs> this would be a great thing to bring. It is really over. easy to bring and transport. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. And yeah. it's impressive. It looks cool. You'd be like, what's this? You know, a giant like... Pop Tart. All right. Yay! Thank you, Erin. And see you guys in season four. No, nope. right? oh, three. Three season. <laughs> Wait, let's try that again. And see and tune in, guys, in what is it? September? October. <laughs> we don't even know. We better not say that. <clears throat> tune in in the fall. We will be back with season three and a lot more recipes. So let us go. Let's Ooh. go and um, pour a drink on my deck and think of yeah future recipes. Yeah, recipes. Get hungry. <laughs> Have a great summer. And now for the fine print. Remember, when you like, subscribe, review, or share this podcast, it helps more people find us. Thank you so much for listening.